0: Nick asks, how do you know what to do to your house to increase value? I bought a place that's got no yard, for instance, and not sure about things like powdered workshops, pools, or what sort of internal improvements would be best. Interesting, because I think a lot of people, when they buy a property, they're First thought is to move in and enjoy it. And then once they go through that process, it's like, okay, now how can I actually make some money out of this to grow some equity and increase value and maybe do a few little uh, weekend projects? Um, because, I mean, me personally, I'm all about the minimal spend for the maximum return in terms of cosmetic things that can really enhance our property's value. We, a long time ago now, I'd have to find the episode and reference it, we did interview a Company who do basically renovations for profit, um, LVL Group. I interviewed Matt, God, I was going to say, I think it was like two years ago, which sounds really weird, John, because I don't, it doesn't even feel like I've been on here for two years, but um, two years ago. Um, and they spoke about the key cosmetic things. So window furnishings, paint, flooring. But in terms of adding things like Nick has mentioned here about powdered workshops, what's a powdered workshop? I, I know what a workshop is.
1: What's a powdered workshop? Uh, I would say it's more of a heavy-duty workshop that can um, you, you, you can do anything out of okay. essentially. Okay, that makes more yeah. sense.
0: Um, pools mm. and then internal improvements. I think I would first look at the inside cosmetic. What lipstick can we put on this property to increase the value because it's usually quite a quick exercise to do. Then I'd move on to the more advanced things.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Like When I first started investing, I, I was always told the the outside improves the value and the inside improves the rent. Oh, um, that's interesting. Yeah, very interesting and, and over time that view really hasn't sort of stuck with me too much. I, I think you've got to appreciate the whole property for what it's worth but if you've got a value doing a curbside and it looks pretty grubby and scrubby at the front, then it, it does make a difference, doesn't it, the, the first impression. Um, so I would definitely make the front look nice and um, that might be landscaping, it might be fence, might be liquor paint, whatever. Uh, no no cluttering of stuff around the place. So cleaning that side of things up, it really depends on how much you got to spend. Like where are you going to prioritise your money to get the, uh, the value out of it? If we're looking, Nick, for equity, then ideally we want to spend a dollar to get three back. But that all depends on the type of market we're trying to do that in. In a, in a hot market, we could spend one and get five back just because it's a moving market. In a flat, cold market where no one wants to buy, we could spend one and, and get one back or if we're lucky. So, yeah, there's, there's different versions of it, to, it. But I would look at, well, what does it need in order priority and how much have I got to spend?
0: I also think there's a question there around what could you do that makes you enjoy the home more? A lot of people do a renovation or like an express reno prior to sale to maximize their return, which is all well and good. But I've often heard of agents um, speaking about the fact that their vendors become reluctant to sell because they fall back in love with the home after it looks nicer and they actually enjoy it. So don't forget to enjoy your home and, you know, do modifications that make you love it even more because you'll get more longevity out of it too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, the principal place is, uh, very generally speaking here, but it's usually in an area that you want to live. Um, so you want to put more money in it into it to make it look good, don't you? And you generally you by spending good money on it, you will get that return. Mm-hmm.
0: Now we've got another question in closing that's kind of along the lines of similar to Nick, but a more specific topic from Bell around aircon. So, how does aircon or lack thereof affect property value and rental yields? So, there's two pieces to the puzzle there. Bell bought a uh, an apartment in Melbourne CBD, ninety four square meters, good size, uh, for six hundred and four thousand. Love the odd number. Well, it's an even number, but strange number <laughs> uh, with no aircon. And uh, Bell's gotten some quotes to install some aircon units. For one, it's nine thousand. For two, it's thirteen and a half thousand. And for three, it's seventeen and a half thousand. More than I, more than I expected. Bell says, but I don't know how to proceed. Well, an apartment with no aircon, I imagine, would get quite warm in a Melbourne summer. Yeah. I think uh, it would definitely be a tick box item that many renters would be looking for because they so can't like add it themselves. So, from a rental yield component, I would safely assume that that would increase the desirability, which could increase the rent that you could uh, receive per week. Not drastically, but certainly would set you apart from ones that don't have it. I think it's a matter mm-hmm. of where you place the aircon units in the property as well. Um, Bell did put some extra info around this from memory. It was around the, whether you put a unit in each of the bedrooms and one in the living dining and she mentioned that the living dining one wouldn't reach the bedrooms so it's kind of like you can't just do one and it fixes all.
1: Yeah, look, I, I, I think three would be overkill. I also think the price is quite high. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on the access and maybe they've quoted on the fact that it takes some a lot longer to get into the building and do their thing because it's an apartment block. I I don't know but I've recently just put a split in um, in a regional centre and it definitely wasn't 9,000. So I would go and get a few quotes for a start uh, but I think you would get that money back through rents and desirability when a valuer comes out, and I literally had a valuer come to my property today, and they were talking about some of the things that they were they would like to see in a property when performing valuation. I'm hoping to get one of them on the show, but um, yeah, and and heating, cooling is is really a no brainer, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I think that's just a key tick box item, and you know, working closely with buyers, it's one of the first things they put on their requirement list is sufficient heating and cooling. So,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: I would say get some more quotes, Bell, and then maybe look to to go ahead with the installation.